The News at Noon is brought to you by Owensboro Health, Madisonville Healthplex. Your tri-state weather today becoming partly sunny with a high of 44, mostly clear tonight, low down to 33, and on Thursday, sunny, breezy, and warmer with a high of 58. Right now, 43 degrees at 104 FM WIKY. Centerpoint Energy has filed a request to increase its base rate. The total increase, if approved, would come in three phases. Phase 1 would be a 6% increase, Phase 2 would be a 3% a bump, and Phase 3 would increase the base rate by 7%. The request was filed with the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission, and there's been no action on it as of now. Convicted murderer Patrick Bradford of Evansville was injured in a fight with his fellow inmates as part of an incident in his Perry County prison. He was taken to hospital from the Branchville Correctional Facility back in August. Corrections officials wouldn't comment on the extent of his injuries, but say he is back in the prison. Bradford was an Evansville police officer convicted in 1993 of stabbing Tamara Lohr to death and then setting her home and her body on fire. The former Alaska Airlines pilot who's accused of trying to crash a plane full of passengers headed to San Francisco back in October will avoid attempted murder charges. That pilot's attorney says he had taken magic mushrooms a few days before the flight. ABC's Alex Stone reports. Former Alaska Airlines Captain Joseph Emerson's attorneys say he was in a dream state and had been depressed when he tried to pull the cockpit levers to kill the engines and that he did not have any criminal intent. A Multnomah County, Oregon grand jury apparently agreeing and has decided not to go with the original 83 counts of attempted murder that Emerson had been charged with, instead choosing 83 counts of recklessly endangering another person and one count of recklessly endangering an aircraft. With the attempted murder counts going away, Emerson's defense team says it plans to get him out of jail by the end of the week. Alex Stone, ABC News. The arrest on November 30th of Camry Outlaw came as part of a joint drug trafficking investigation. Vandenberg County deputies and drug enforcement agents watched Outlaw as she left an apartment with a box. She led them to Red Dot storage units in Evansville and leaving a short time later as agents searched her locker finding what's believed to be almost 35 pounds of meth, about 13,000 suspected fentanyl pills, and a kilo of suspected cocaine. Outlaw was arrested December 2nd and is bonded out of jail. She's expected in court today. Police in Texas are investigating connections between a series of shootings in Austin and a double homicide in San Antonio, 75 miles away. In all, says ABC's Jim Ryan, six people have been killed. It began with the unprovoked shooting and wounding of an Austin School District police officer before 11 a.m. and continued with the killing of four more people in locations all over the city. It ended eight and a half hours later when a police chase resulted in a crash. We strongly believe one suspect is responsible for all of the incidents. Interim Austin Police Chief Robin Henderson. The suspect is in custody and no longer poses a threat to our Austin community. A search of a San Antonio home connected to that suspect revealed two more murder victims. Six people dead in a day-long crime spree across two cities. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Police responded to Huck's gas station on 4th Street in Mount Vernon for a disturbance Tuesday night. 
By the time officers arrived, the suspects were gone. A trooper later located the vehicles that were at the gas station earlier, along with a large group of teens. 20-year-old race Liggett Cuber was found with a bottle of brandy in his center console. Cuber was arrested after displaying signs of impairment. During the arrest, he forcibly resisted and allegedly threatened officers. He was transported to the Posey County Jail and is currently being held without bond. The strike by Hollywood actors officially over as members have voted to approve the new contract. ABC's Jason Nathanson has the numbers. The new contract passed by a large margin. 78% of sag after members voting for it, 28% voting against it. But that's a lot more no votes than the writers. Only 1% of WGA members voted against their new contract. Many actors had been vocal on social media during the voting period that they were not happy with contract language about artificial intelligence, saying protections against AI taking their jobs didn't go far enough. But union president Fran Drescher said in a statement Tuesday night that the union has never been more powerful. Jason Nathans in ABC News, Hollywood. Davis County officials say 23-year-old Shai Sharif has been found competent to stand trial. Last March, officers approached his vehicle in an attempt to speak with him. Sharif was wanted for multiple felony warrants. In the process of trying to get away, Sharif hit multiple parked cars, including two patrol cars. He then drove aggressively toward law enforcement who were on foot. They were able to get out of the way to avoid being hit. Sharif is facing 22 charges, including attempted murder of a police officer. Would you care for something to eat? Oh, I wouldn't mind a little snack. Well, son, go in the kitchen and fix your Aunt Esther a fish head sandwich. A legendary television producer, Norman Lear, creator of Sanford and Son, among other groundbreaking shows, including All in the Family, has died. Lear, who was 101 years old, died of natural causes surrounded by his family in Los Angeles on Tuesday, according to an obituary posted on normlear.com. ABC News Entertainment correspondent Bill Dial looks back on Lear's career. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Norman Lear produced some of the most popular sitcoms of the 1970s, including the classic All in the Family. The show, which premiered in 1971, was based on a British sitcom, Till Death Us Do Part. In a TV Legends interview, Lear said when he read the script, I thought, oh my God, my dad and me, we fought about all of these things. In 1999, President Bill Clinton awarded Lear the National Medal of Arts, noting that Norman Lear has held up a mirror to American society and the way we look at it. Bill Deal, ABC News. It's Girl Scout cookie time. You can start placing orders for the famous treats today for delivery in February. All the favorites, such as peanut butter patties, caramel chocolate chip, and thin mints are back this year. Online orders can be shipped directly to you. The cookie campaign runs from today through March 3rd of 2024. You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM WIKY. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The Fed appears to be achieving its goal of cooling the economy. The number of U.S. job openings has fallen to its lowest level since the spring of 2021. The Labor Department says 8.7 million positions were available at the end of October. The numbers helped to dampen the Wall Street rally. The Dow Jones gave up 80 points on Tuesday but was still well above 36,000 at the close of trade. The S&P finished down a fraction. The Nasdaq Composite gained three-tenths of one percent yesterday. 
The hack that targeted DNA testing kit company 23andMe in October is thought to have exposed significantly more client profiles than previously thought. Names, birth dates, and geographic information on about 7 million customers may have been compromised. Marriages and marriage proposals have rebounded to their pre-pandemic levels, according to the American Family Institute. The company that owns Jared, Zales, and K Jewelers is celebrating. Signet Jewelers expects to see more purchases of engagement and wedding rings next year. Jim Ryan, ABC News.